the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. It is hump day. Did we finally get over the hump in terms of the Republican Party getting towards some accountability for the crimes and the corruption that is taking place within the Democrat Party, the deep state, which obviously is the FBI and the Department of Justice? They're all in it together. We're going to discuss it tonight because there was an actual vote that finally took place today to censure Adam Schiff on the same day in which John Durham special investigator, special prosecutor, was brought before the House Judiciary Committee to answer for his report. We've got that information to share with you guys tonight. Is there going to be an impeachment next? There's news in relation to that as well tonight. We've got a very busy show for you guys. Of course, we're going to update you guys on what's happening with all eyes right now tonight seem to be somewhere in the North Atlantic, about 900 miles east of Cape Cod, and five passengers in a submersible that are have hours of oxygen left, and we will share with you guys the update on that. A couple great guests for you guys tonight. Wayne Allen Root, Root for America, will be back. Of course, he's also a friend of Donald Trump's, and he's got a suggestion for Trump, so he's going to be here at the bottom half of the hour. You're definitely going to want to stay tuned for Wayne Allen Root. Those topics and more. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. John Durham, friend or foe? Some Republicans today are hailing him as a hero. Others are criticizing him that that he, you know, basically uh, didn't do anything to further freedom, tyranny, routing out the deep state, holding anybody accountable. That basically he understood his assignment, which was to reveal just enough to sound tough, but not hold anybody accountable. What do you think? 888-344-1170. I'm going to be sharing the information on the censorship and the impeachments in a little bit. I'm definitely going to want your take on that. We're also going to want to hear from you as to whether or not you think Trump should pick RFK Jr. as his running mate. Before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. I'll just say at this point, I think that is the smartest move that Trump could make. And it might also be the smartest move that RFK could make. Well, we got a lot. That's coming up at the bottom half of the hour. He, that's see, fine. That's my opinion. He's already he's already jumping in. He's already he's like a dog ready to gnaw on that bone. We will get to that bone at the bottom half of the hour. Don't forget, we have our podcast. It, every evening show is uploaded by about noonish the next day. I don't. I, I haven't gotten. I'm presuming anyway. I haven't gotten any nasty emails like I usually get when they're not uploaded. <laughs> um, and you can email me spaghetti email at andrea k andreakshow dot com andreakshow dot com. And I've got some uh, some great emails 
uh, including I got an email from somebody because last night I was talking about Ozempic and, and I got emails from some people on Ozempic and somebody with their own personal experience. Okay. Um, did you watch any of John Durham's testimony today, my man? Just uh, during the content that we pulled with, with, with clips and doing a little bit of reading on my own, I did not watch all of it, no. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of good and a lot of bad. And we'll get to that in a moment. I do want to start off tonight's show with the fact that we, the, the, for the first time in many years, I think this is, there are only 25 con- con- Congress people before Adam Schiff have been censured. So Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff tonight has been censured by the House Republicans. They finally, five of them, I, I think five or six of them of Republicans didn't vote either way, voted present. I haven't gotten the list yet. We just, we just uh, saw this as we were going live on the show. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how we know how Congressman Andy Biggs voted. It'll be interesting to see how Daryl Issa voted or if he voted president like he did last time. Because remember, uh, Anna Paulina Luna brought this resolution to censure uh, Adam Schiff last week, and we had 20 Republicans vote no on it over some procedural, oh, gee, there was a suggestion that he pay a fine. Oh, we can't do that, right? So they removed any teeth to it and basically have censured him. I guess now, I guess it's such a big, you know who it's a big deal to? There's no, there's no consequences to it. In fact, there's a, that's why uh, Andy Biggs has tweeted out a video of the Democrats all clapping for him and chanting for him and him saying that it's a badge of honor for him because there's no consequences for him. None whatsoever. I think the only people this means anything to possibly maybe are members of the House because all they seem to care about is how they're perceived probably by the left-leaning media. But it doesn't mean anything to us. Because when you, and in fact, Adam Schiff was actually there today grilling John Durham and making all kinds of crazy accusations at John Durham, who really didn't do much of anything at the end of eight, eight million dollars in several years, but tell us what we already knew, right? But because he dared to get a little close to the truth, the left had to go at him today. So if you watch this hearing today, you had to endure Adam Schiff, who spent five years lying to the American people, who was on the Intel Committee, pretending that he and lying and telling the American people every night of the week on CNN and MSNBC that he had actually seen intelligence that Donald Trump was had colluded with the Russians. He's still on Judiciary Committee. Oh, he was taken off the Intel Committee. Still on Judiciary. Still able to push his lies out to the American people. There's no consequence. We have no consequences anymore for any Democrats or any of the elites, anything that they do. The average American, I tell you, people, uh, uh, even Democrats, maybe they'll start to wake up skins. Because when you have a, a manager of a black rapper who's mad today and saying it's white privilege over Hunter Biden... And the sham plea deal that was yesterday, and this and this manager's like, look, my, my guy Black Kodiak, or Kodiak Black, I, this is a rapper I haven't heard of, my guy Kodiak Black is in jail for three to five years for the same exact thing that Hunter Biden did. No accountability, no repercussions for the chosen few in this country. John Durham today. I want to play. I want to start by playing a clip in where he admits, admits that James Comer and Peter Strzok, I believe, were briefed and were told 
that this Steele dossier was cooked up and paid for by Hillary Clinton, and they withheld that from the FBI agents. Hang on just a moment. I got I got my stack all out of whack here. Please play clip five. Uh, Mr. Durham, in the summer of 2016, did our government receive intelligence that suggested Secretary Clinton had approved a plan to tie President Trump to Russia? Yes. Was that intelligence important enough for Director Brennan to go brief the President of the United States, the Vice President of the United States, the Attorney General of the United States, and the Director of the FBI? Yes. And was that intelligence put then into a memorandum, a referral memorandum? Yes. And was that memorandum then given to Director Comey and Agent Strzok? That's who it was addressed to, yes. Did Director Comey share that memorandum with the FISA court? I'm, I'm sorry, can you? Did he share that memorandum with the FISA court? Did Director Comey do that? I'm not aware of that if he did. Did he share it with the, with the lawyers preparing the FISA application? Not to my knowledge. Did he share it with the agents on the case, working the Crossfire Hurricane case? No. Didn't share it with the agents on the case. Can you tell the committee what happened when you took that referral memo and shared it with one of those agents, specifically Supervisory Special Agent Number 1? We interviewed the uh, first supervisor of the um, Crossfire uh, investigation, um, the operational person, uh, we showed him the intelligence um, information. Uh, he indicated he had never seen it before. Uh, he immediately became uh, emotional, uh, got up and left the room with his lawyer, um, spent some time in the hallway, came back. Um, he was ticked off, wasn't he? Yes. He was ticked off because this is something he should have had as an agent on the case. It's important information that the director of the FBI kept from the people doing the investigation. The information was kept from him. This was a a, a blatant attempt to steal an election and then a blatant attempt to launch a coup attempt against a free and fairly elected president of the United States. And not one person has spent a day behind bars. Not one. You know who else he admitted knowing about all of this? Because where did that original, uh, you know, referral and all that, that conversation about Hillary Clinton and Biden and all that, it involved Obama, it involved Joe Biden. They all knew. Every one of them knew. Of course, we've already known this from the beginning, haven't we? Those of us with half a brain who've been paying attention. This doesn't satisfy me that he dropped this bomb today. Because you know what? He's a stink bomb. He knew the assignment, like I said, which was to act like he's, you know, revealing like he really spent that eight million dollars well. And he really came forth with some bombshell news. It's part of the investigation. And, you know, he's you know, he's doing his job by being a tough investigator. But nobody has been held accountable. In fact, he actually says that himself. Clip one. Our findings were sobering. I can tell you, having spent 40 years plus as a federal prosecutor, they are particularly sobering to me. A number of my colleagues who uh, spent decades in the FBI themselves, they are sobering. While I'm encouraged by some of the reforms that have been implemented by the FBI, the problems identified in this report, anybody who actually reads the report and the details of the report, the documented portions of the report, I think would, uh, would find that... Um, the problems identified in the report are not susceptible to overnight fixes. Crap. BS. 
That FBI agent that was supposedly so mad he walked out with his attorney, why didn't he blow the whistle? Why didn't he come forward? These problems can't be, can't be fixed overnight. Sure they can. With prosecutions. John Durham could have prosecuted people. The only people he prosecuted was Sussman and Kleinsmith. Kleinsmith still has his law license, and he couldn't even get a conviction on Sussman because the GC jury actually said we didn't care that he lied to the FBI because we like what he was lying about. We have no justice in this country and no accountability. And this man who was given $8 million was supposed to go not just find out what happened, but hold people accountable. And he didn't because that was by design by none other than Bill Barr. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue that discussion. Then at the bottom uh, bottom half of the hour, we've got Wayne Allen Root, who's going to weigh in on this and a suggestion he has for his dear friend, former President Donald J. Trump. Stay tuned. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K, whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Check your calendars, peeps. We got a day you've got to save for here in San Diego, Thursday, August 10th. Thursday, August 10th, 5 to 9 p.m. here in San Diego, we're having, we're hosting the Saving America Town Hall with Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum and little O me, babies. That's right. We're going to be having it sponsored by the Salt and Light Council here in San Diego. Um, the event is Mike Gallagher, Officer Tatum, and me live on stage. This is one night only. The event is going to be at the Encore Event Center here in San Diego. There's going to be a VIP meet and greet with Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum at 5. The Saving America Town Hall begins at 6.30. Doors open for general admission at 6. Uh, go to theanswersandiego.com. Click on the link. Um, during the town hall, I'm going to be answering questions from the crowd of Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum, and they are two of the most amazing talents that we have here at Salem Media. I could not be more honored to be kind of the MC of the town hall event Thursday, August 10th. Super, super affordable. We know what it costs to buy carton of eggs. So this is not one of these events to where we're expecting people to pay $200 just to come in and, you know, sit down and, and not even be able to participate. So definitely set your calendars for this. Okay. Continuing on with John Durham. All right. Here, I think this clip might have been the one, one of the ones that got me so angry. Because, you know, I, I, I've already touched on it a little bit, and that's the lack of accountability. That's him going before and yammering. Our findings were sobering. No, your findings were criminal. And if any average American did anything like this. There were felonies committed all over the place and by people that are trusted, our top law enforcement agency and those in our t- uh, Department of Justice who are entrusted to equally apply the law to, uh, to, to all were covering up the crimes because one of the things obviously they talked about today and his, he admitted today was you know covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton and then framing Donald J. Trump. 
And yet nobody was held accountable. In addition, you want to know how bad it was in terms of accountability? Shame on the Democrats attacking Durham tonight. Do you know that when Durham went to interview James Comey, Strzok, Page, and all the rest of them, they just declined to be interviewed? Oh, gee, you know what? I don't feel like answering questions. Well, if you and I did want to answer questions, what would happen? We'd be subpoenaed. They drag our butts in is exactly what they would do. And Durham didn't even do it. The stench at the FBI and the DOJ goes way deep, in my opinion, regardless of him saying this today. Please play clip two. Well, let me, let me um, give you some real-life um, views on that. I have had um, any number of FBI agents um, who I've worked with over the years, some have retired, some are still in place, who have come to me and apologized for the manner in which uh, that investigation was undertaken. I take that seriously. These are good hardworking, the majority of people in the FBI, the decent human beings who swear to, uh, under their oaths to uh, abide by the law and, and the like. And uh, I think that, that um, typifies, exemplifies of, uh, the, of the concern here. Um, there, is, uh, there are investigative activities undertaken or not undertaken here, uh, which raise real concerns about whether or not the law was followed, the policies in place of the FBI were followed. He didn't even investigate the fact that Mueller and people on Mueller's team destroyed their devices. I I, I kind of lost my train of thought. Did, was, did he even mention in that clip about the FBI agents who apologized? Yeah. Apologized to Durham? Apologized to Durham? Is Durham the one who was victimized by this? Why didn't those agents go and apologize to Donald Trump and do it publicly and do it as whistleblowers? No, those FBI agents don't get any pat on the back for that. All day long on conservative media, I've been hearing people go, you know, you're right. He's right. There's, you know, most of the FBI is good, hardworking people and they really do care. And I'm thinking, I'm scratching my head today. Am I the only one that's like, what? They apologize to Durham? Durham wasn't the target of the weaponized government. The American people were. This was a coup attempt. Where's my apology? Here's your insurrection, Liz Cheney. Here's your insurrection, Jan 6 Committee. How many Americans were dragged? Andy Biggs brought it up today. I think he's the only one who brought up the Jan 6 defendants and said they're looking to drag, what, 2,000 more in. Simply because of their political beliefs. And yet the real insurrection, the real coup attempt involves our own U.S. government. Our own U.S. government. And not one person has paid a price for it. And this man dares to sit there and try to act as though he's the one that deserved an apology? Man, get out of here. Shame on the conservatives acting like he was some kind of hero today. I tell you, I tell you, and, and in fact, shame on Jim Jordan, because for Jim Jordan to show the deference that he did to Adam Schiff absolutely disgusts me. You know who else was there today on this committee? Swalwell. Swalwell, who had an admitted relationship with a Chinese spy. You know who did some of the best job today was this guy, Representative Nels. Here's here's what he had to say about Swalwell and this whole and and this whole farce of a situation here with a Russian collusion hoax. Clip 13. Friends, 
On page of your 50, page 15 of your report, it says that in the summer and fall of 2016, Dolan and Denchenko traveled to Moscow in connection with a business conference. The business conference was held at the Ritz-Carlton in Moscow, which, according to the Steele reports, was allegedly the site of salacious sexual conduct on the part of Trump. Parents, if you're watching, ear for your kids now, folks. Put ear for your children. Mr. Durham, was this salacious sexual conduct? What is that? Um, the allegation was that... Um, okay, don't, don't answer it. I will. Okay. Think about this, America. In the game of politics, it gets dirty and nasty. And the people will say anything to beat their opponent. But this is the government doing it. Even the director of the FBI, Comey, said, it's possible Trump was with hookers peeing on each other. Christopher Steele said an infamous Trump pee tape probably exists. Alleged pee tape incident was the only sex Trump party in Russia. You want to irritate the suburban mom at home? Five months before an election, tell them the Republican leading candidate is peeing on prostitutes. Yep. We are aware of the member of this committee having an alleged affair with a Chinese spy. I refer to as Yum Yum. But this is a new law for anyone. And I would hope Mr. Swalwell would agree with me. Imagine if somebody would have said and taken it this step further. Mr. Swalwell was, was peeing on Yum Yum. Boom. I'm so glad somebody had the, had the guts to lay it out into such a way. This was the U.S. government cooking up the most disgusting, vile accusations against an innocent man in order to control the outcome of our elections. And then they continued it in order to to first to try to stop him from being inaugurated after he was between the election and inauguration and then to try to unseat him afterwards. And nobody has paid a price. Certainly not like the average Americans that have been sitting in a gulag denied their constitutional rights because of their political opinions. This country is gone at this point. Gone. Can Trump save it in 2024? Wayne Allen Root from Root for America, friend of Donald Trump, will be here after the break. We're going to talk to him. He's got some ideas for Trump. A lot of people are saying DeSantis is the guy who can fix all this, and he's the guy who can win in the general. We're going to get Wayne Allen Root's perspective on that when we return. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Always phenomenal to have fan favorite Wayne Allen Root with me. You guys know Wayne Allen Root, author of the Great Patriot Bicot book, which was so prescient. He's always ahead of his time, right? He's also host of the nationally syndicated Wayne Allen Root Raw and Unfiltered. He's got his TV show on RAV, America's Top Ten Countdown. Uh, he's just everywhere, and he has always uh, got an interesting take and perspective, and he's got a suggestion for how President Trump can win in 2024, and he joins me now. Hey, Wayne, Wayne Allen Root. Hey, Andrea, how are you? Good, thanks. I had to chop your bio a little bit because I, it would take up the whole segment if I sat here and told everybody everything that you did. Well, I do want to brag about one thing. I do feel like I am the godfather of, uh, of boycotts and boycotts. And boy, there was an article out today that uh, even CNN admits 
that all these companies that are being boycotted from conservatives are dying. They committed suicide and they're in big trouble. And the C-suite, meaning the CEO offices, they're really getting the message and they will not be involved in this woke stuff anymore. And I started all this with my book, The Great Patriot uh, Protest and Boycott Book. And then I followed it up with the new one, the new bestseller, The Great Patriot Boycott Book. And they both show you who to boycott, how to reach them, how to contact them on email, on phone, on, on physical snail mail, and then also who to buy from, who are the good companies you can trust. And my last book, The Great Patriot Boycott Book, got endorsed by President Trump a month ago. Very proud. And he said, you know, the way to hit Anheuser-Busch is the way to all the companies, and Wayne Root understands it, and you got to buy this book. He's got the strategy. So I'm very proud that I'm the godfather of the boycotts. Yeah. Um, of course, whenever I hear godfather, I immediately think godfather of soul, because um, I'm a soul food uh, soul food and soul music uh, fanatic. Well, i got his energy, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, you do. You yeah. Do. <laughs> <laughs> you do for sure, man. Um yeah, I'm the I, James I, Brown of conservative you, movement. <laughs> you are the James Brown. You're the hardest working man of the conservative movement for sure. And you got so much going on. I only I don't want to stay on this this boycott or boycott thing too long because I've got so much to get into with you. But you did start it, and I'm glad that you did because there's so many conservatives that are like, oh, we'll just end up hurting the employees, and that's so unfair, and we're pro business, and it's like, eh. you know, you you got to be hitting people on the bottom. There's two ways in which we can affect some change in this country. One is through our pocketbooks, and the other way is through the courts and getting engaged in some lawfare. All right. um, Tell everybody why you think President Trump can win, what your idea is for him to win in 2024. Well, you know, a poll just came out. It's no surprise to me that Trump is the most popular politician in America. No shocker. You know, the, the people at the top don't understand it. They shake their heads. They think they got him. It's like the roadrunner. You know, you always, you always think you got him. And then he goes beep, beep, and he goes running away. That's Trump. You don't have him. And he's now, at this moment, despite the indictments and more indictments coming, I mean, there's going to be so many indictments, your head's going to spin. He's going to be indicted 20 times. And he's going to run for president with an ankle bracelet. But it doesn't matter. He's going to win. As long as elections are completely rigged and stolen, which they probably are. But he will win the popular vote if it was real and it was fair. And the latest poll shows it. And, and there are two polls out from Rasmussen and Harvard uh, Harris, or maybe it's Harris Harvard, I don't know. But they, they both show the same thing. Trump's running away with the Republican nomination. He's beating DeSantis by like 40 and 50 points. And he's running away with uh, the actual general election. He's beating Biden by six points, which, you know, by electoral standards would be a landslide for Republican. So, you know, he's winning and but he's tied for the number one most popular politician. Do you know who the other one is, Andrea? RFK Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Now, that's even more remarkable than Trump, despite, you know, the negative press for Trump and the indictments. RFK has gotten no publicity. They don't they make believe he's not even running. They won't even have a debate on the Democrat side because they don't want him to ever get in a room with Joe Biden. They never want to give him any oxygen. And the media keeps banning every interview because he says the same things as me. Every interview I give gets banned on YouTube because I mentioned that I believe vaccines are killing people. He does the same thing. And his interview got banned on YouTube. The last two of them got banned on YouTube. So Yeah, the one with Jordan Peterson today, I heard. uh, uh, Yeah, that's the second one. Jordan Peterson and and, uh, and Joe Joe Rogan. Rogan yesterday. So 
So, I mean, listen, when you tell the truth, you get banned on YouTube. You tell the truth about stolen elections. You tell the truth about uh, COVID vaccine deaths. You tell the truth about Dr. Fauci being a a fraud and a a guy guilty of crimes against humanity. Uh, If you tell the truth, you get in trouble. So I just keep telling the truth. I couldn't care less. That's why I'm popular. That's why Donald Trump's popular. That's why uh, RFK Jr. is popular. And I think Trump should take advantage of it because his one weakness, the only thing in the world him and I disagree on, is the vaccines. And he's starting to get it. He made a comment the other day in his interview with Brett Baer. Brett Baer said, you know, you brag about everything in your, in your uh, you know, events, your, your big, uh, you know, 50,000 people in the audience to see you at a rally. But the one thing you never seem to brag about anymore is that you saved all these lives with the vaccine. Why is that? And, and I don't know if you saw that, Andrea. Trump said, well, because the people at my rallies don't agree with that. That's what he said. And he knows now. He's starting to get it. Yeah. That, you know, you can't say that you saved millions of lives because all of us know someone who died after getting the COVID vaccine. All of us know someone who is very sick after getting the COVID vaccine, and their life will never be the same again. They've got myocarditis. They've got mm-hmm. pericarditis. They have had a stroke. They've had a heart attack. This is getting so obvious. Everybody knows. And so, you know, I, I think the one area is weak is the vaccine. He could solve that tomorrow without changing his view. He doesn't have to come out and say, you know, I I totally changed my mind. The vaccine is deadly. Doesn't have to say any such thing. He just has to announce that if I'm elected president, when I get back in the White House, the first thing I do is appoint a special counselor and and start a massive investigation of Big Pharma and all the vaccine manufacturers, and we will study the entire vaccine controversy, and once and for all, we we will prove one way or the other, whether it's deadly, whether it's horrible, whether they lied about everything, whether it was propaganda, whether they destroyed ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, whether the media was bought off, whether the politicians were bought off by Big Pharma, we will investigate all of it, and I will appoint Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to oversee the entire investigation. Now, what does that, what does that achieve, Andrew? I think it's a brilliant move, because number one, it's, it makes it bipartisan. Number two, it shows he's reaching out to a Democrat with the name Kennedy. Number three, he's not making him vice president. I don't want that. I have no interest in that if Kennedy loses for the presidential nomination. No interest in making the VP on a Republican ticket. He's a Democrat. I don't care how great he is on the vaccine. He's a Democrat, and I'll bet if you ask him about taxes, he wants to raise them. So I don't want Kennedy anywhere near the Republican ticket, but I think he should either be the head of Health and Human Services, or he could be the head of the FDA, or he could be the head of the CDC, or he could be just in charge of a major investigation looking at vaccines where we know you can't buy him off. Just like right. you can't bribe Trump, you can't bribe a Kennedy. He's got all the money in the world, and he's someone who studied vaccines his whole life. He knows everything about him, Andrea. So that's the way I think he wins yes. on the vaccine issue and brings back all the Republicans who are angry at him yep. that he pushed the vaccines. And also with the lockdowns, um, he has shifted. Um, well, before I get into the lockdowns, because I did have a have a quick clip I was going to play for you in, in the interview with with um, Brett Baer on the lockdowns. But just to piggyback on what you were saying with RFK Jr., uh, there's reports coming out now that supposedly the ground zero uh, ground zero patient one of the whole COVID-19 uh, was it was an American worker in the Wuhan lab, right, of which, which means that 
but it, it was all about the United States funding gain of function illegally. And, and, and by the way, that patient was sick in the fall of 2019. And if RFK Jr. was the head of NIH or NIAID, CDC, all overseeing all of it, if he replaced Fauci and did an investigation, we might actually see Fauci uh, being held accountable, which is one of the things that people are, are disappointed with in Trump uh, and something that Brad Bear asked him about in terms of, you know, why he didn't fire Fauci. I wish I could explain to Trump. First of all, we need a Nuremberg II trial. Yeah. And, and again, it'll be a fair trial. And if you did nothing wrong, you're fine. But we really have to hold people accountable for the tremendous tragic lies that they told us about ivermectin yes. and hydroxychloroquine not working and that you've got to use the vaccine and forcing people in hospitals to take remdesivir. That's so horrible. Did you know that there's a nickname for it? The nurses call it rem. Death is near. It <gasps> kills everybody. I it knew blue kidneys out. Organs. I, I didn't know yes. that they. They, they called it that. I knew it had been yes. removed from a clinical trial because it was killing people. I didn't rem death nurses as near. No, wow. nurses know the vaccine is a killer. Yeah, uh, I, I can't tell you how many nurses are fans of my show, and they call me and say, "Wayne, our emergency rooms and our ICUs are filled with people under the age of forty. We used to see one a month under the age of forty with a heart attack, and now we see twenty a night. And every single one of them we know is a vaccine victim. But if we say it out loud, the doctors say we'll fire you from the hospital. You do not ever say to them." We know it's the vaccine. You cannot mention it has anything to do with the vaccine. The nurses all know. Right. This is a killer. Everybody knows what's going on. Look at today, even like the son of Kirk, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Herb, uh, is it Herb? Oh. Kirk Street. There it goes. Yeah, the uh, I can never be an announcer, and his son is uh, 21 years old and a tight end at Ohio State. Yeah, and he's in the hospital for heart problems because we all know that there were never any young college athletes, never that had heart attacks at that age. Kirk Herbstreit, I got the name. Yeah, right. I remember Kirk him. Super Herbstreit. good looking guy. And yeah, when I read the article today, very handsome. When I read the article today, no information was released in terms of the cause of of his his son's hospitalization. So Aaron heart issue, and I'm careful look i don't ever be alex jones so i always say i don't know if his son vaccinated although i think every single college athlete has to be vaccinated if you played as of two years ago you were vaccinated automatically or you weren't allowed to play and i don't know that the vaccine caused his problem i just know that college athletes are dropping dead and having heart problems and being hospitalized all across america so whether the world herb street son yeah athletes around the world dropping dead yeah. So I just know that all over the world, the, the mortality rate is dramatically up more than World War II, and only since the moment the vaccines were introduced. So yeah. we know something's going on with younger people. We know that people are dropping dead at high rates, right. and we know it's the vaccine. So I, I think Trump has to address this yeah, he does. sooner or later in some way, and I just gave him the out to right. address it, and RFK could help him tremendously. I agree. We're talking to Wayne Allen Root, author of, among other things, Bicot, the great, uh, great patriot Bicot book um desantis he's doing his tour here in california um you know nobody try, which nobody cares nobody about cares. um but you know durham was before the you know judiciary today you know it's obvious we've got a ma- you know we've got a major problem with the deep state i mean you know I'm, that's the understatement of the century i want to play this clip from desantis it's not very long it's about a minute and then i want to get your response because if there's anybody who could advise trump on how to answer desantis's claim here it's Wayne Allen Root. Sure. Please play clip seven from last night. I think that, you know, I'm more li- likely to 
win the election against Joe Biden, which is very important. You know, we just won Florida by 20 points, which no one thought was possible even a few years ago. I think I'm also more reliable on policy. When I say I'll do something, I will do it. And I think I'm more likely to actually get this stuff done. I mean, you know, there have been promises made about draining the swamp, building the wall, doing all these things. You know, none of that came to fruition. And I think in Florida, if you look at I promised a whole bunch of things and I delivered on all of the promises. In fact, we over delivered. You know, so right now, for example, Florida's the fastest growing state in the country. Number one for net in migration, number one for new business formations. Our unemployment rate's a point uh, less than the nation as a whole. Uh, and we have a massive budget surplus. We just did $2.7 billion in tax relief so Floridians can help uh, cope with rising prices due to Biden's policies. And so I think we've got a, a great story to tell. And, you know, I get in there on day one. It's not going to be there's going to be no distractions. We're not going to take our eye off the ball. We're going to be focused on the people's business and we will get it done. Your response, Wayne Allen. Well, first of all, he's down 30 to 40 points in every poll. He's not going anywhere. Trump is the guy. The more indictments, the more we all understand that he's the one they want to stop. No one's indicting DeSantis. I'm going to write a column, Andrea, that says the only way DeSantis can win is dot, 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 if he gets indicted. If they indict him, we might start to believe he means something to somebody. He's a threat to somebody, but Trump's the threat. So why would I get rid of the guy who's the threat? If they get rid of Trump, there's no one standing between us and all the bad guys. So I I just don't think he matters anymore. DeSantis was over before he ever announced. That's his problem. He doesn't even realize that. His moment in the sun was last November, December, where he was pretty much tied with Trump, and everyone thought he was the new, you know, new pretty boy. And all of a sudden, the shine is off, and the slippers from Cinderella are gone, and he's wearing flats right now. The high heels are gone, and he's got flats on, and nobody cares. But Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Because he has done a really good job in Florida. He has. I have nothing bad to say about the job he's done in Florida, but he's the home run champion of AAA at Chattanooga. You know, he's the PR, he's the, he's batting 400 in Peoria. Who cares? Trump was already president and faced down the entire DC swamp and deep state. I trust Trump. I don't know whether he could do in Florida, in DC, what he did in Florida. How could you trust that? He's got no one against him in Florida compared to the whole freaking right. world right. against Trump. You know? See, so, that's why we have uh, Wayne Allen Root on the show. That's why we played that clip for you because <laughs> nobody can you know you need to be running trump's campaign man um and no no doubt you got time to do it just because you're writing books and hosting nationally syndicated radio shows and about 15 tv shows doesn't mean you don't have time to run a presidential campaign my dear and don't forget i've only been married a year and a half That's and true. i got four kids so i mean you know i got a lot going on in my life right now a lot of businesses and a lot of stuff going on but i will say one more thing about DeSantis. and again okay. I love him as governor of Florida, and that's where he should stay. And maybe in 2028, I'll be his biggest backer for president. But right now, he is backed by the worst deep state people in the world. If you disliked Jeb Bush and the Bush family, if you dislike or dislike the Romney family, that's who's backing Ron DeSantis. So as great as he seems and as great as he it feels, the feel-good story of Florida, he's being backed by nothing but rhinos who hate Donald Trump. I would never want to be in the same room as those people. They're yeah. slimy, and yeah. they don't represent me as a Republican. So if they're backing DeSantis, something's wrong. DeSantis should not be taking their money and their, their backing. Something's wrong. Even though he looks great, he's got the wrong people behind him. 
good good points. Excellent points. Tell everybody how they just uh, get a hold of you. Rootforamerica.com. Is that the easiest way? That's the easiest. Rootforamerica.com. And, and, and the, my best platform is my show on weekends on Real America's Love Voice it. TV Network. Love it. Right? America's Top 10 Countdown with Wayne Root at uh, West Coast Time, 9 a.m. Saturday every Saturday morning. America's Top 10 Countdown. You'll love the show. I love it. I watch it every week. Thanks for being here, my dear. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take bye. it easy. Bye now. Nobody, nobody does it like Wayne Allen Root. All right. Stay tuned. We got more Andrew K. Show coming up. What's going on with this uh, submersible? Submersible? We got an update for you. Don't go away. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Coming up next hour, financial thought doctor will be back with us, Dave Elhoff, uh, with some wisdom there. I think we're going to save the update on the Titan, I think is the name of it, because there's actually some interesting... There's there's more information in the backstory of this exploration company, tourist company, to share with you guys uh, than we have time left. Um, at the open of the show, though, I was talking about how they the Republican Party, not all of them, though. Here we've got a weaponized FBI and deep state and DOJ that's that's literally persecuting and prosecuting people for their politics. Tried to launch a coup attempt. One of the Democrats involved in that openly lied to the American people using his position on the Intel Committee, and we still couldn't get all Republicans to vote for him. You think we're ever going to get accountability? And where's the accountability for Joe Biden? One of the things that uh, Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene have have both filed articles of impeachment against Biden. MTG did it two years ago, and it's been hung up in judiciary, and they refused to bring it for a vote. So Lauren Boebert decided... Um, that uh, as well as Marjorie Taylor Greene, that they would take a different route and use a, t- a tactic called privileged motion, which would force a vote on the floor. Well, Kevin McCarthy didn't want a vo- vote to be uh, uh, forced on impeaching Joe Biden. And in typical Kevin McCarthy fashion, while he's celebrating the censorship vote tonight of Adam Schiff, he's discouraging impeachment of Joe Biden because he thinks that this isn't what the people want. And, you know, how's that going to help us if we lose the midterms? Already thinking midterms, thinking like a loser. The Democrats have impeached Trump how many times? All as part of a coup attempt, and they still took over in the midterms, didn't they? This is why the Democrats win and why we lose. (coughs) Now, do I think that Lauren Boebert's purpose of the impeachment or the reason for the impeachment was the border? Do I think that um, that maybe is the strongest argument as opposed to the bribery scheme that's been uncovered? Doesn't matter. You think the Democrats? The Democrats manufactured reasons to impeach Trump. Jan 6 and the Ukrainian whistleblower phone call. All manufactured. We have legitimate reasons. Pick one to impeach Joe Biden. And the Republicans don't. Just refuse to do it. Refuse to do it. We need to all be working the phones tomorrow. We need to be on the phone to Kevin McCarthy. We need to be on the phone to him and tell him you need to, you need to, for, it may, I don't know, I'm going to have to check during the break to see if there's any update on this, but the most corrupt 
Not only is Joe Biden the worst president in the history of the United States of America, but he's the most corrupt. And the Republican Party has the goods on it. And even with that, they won't impeach. It's up to us, people. It's up to us to be active and try to force it to happen. In fact, tomorrow night, we're going to have Paula Witzel from the San Diego County Republican Party to come on to tell you what you need to know about how you can get active. But first, hour two of the Andrea K Show is on its way. Don't go anywhere. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.